0: Blog Talk Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefritide Noel. And I'm
1: Darren Noel.
0: And um, I run a large driving private practice in Chicago and in Naperville, Illinois. We're also online and telephonic as well. So um, if through the course of the show you hear something and you say, listen, I need more help with this and it's deeper than just getting the information from the show, then call our office at 630-428-2344. Darren?
1: Here at Noelle Associates, my focus here is on resume consults, mock interviews, and life coaching.
0: All right, a little bit of background because we've been talking a lot about relationships and um, way back when we started the broadcast or the radio show, we w- gave some details and I'm not sure if everybody has heard those details. So Darren and I have been married. Um, this year will be 19 years, 19 years, 19 years. Congratulations, um, doctor. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. Um, we met in college in upstate New York. Um, and we kind of began, he fell in love with me the moment he saw me. Bam. <laughs> and, uh, we developed a relationship from there. So, um, Part of our, our skill with relationships is the 19 years we've been married. Another part of it is just the background that I have, um, a Ph.D. in disability studies, a PsyD, um, a master's in counseling in human development, and a bachelor's in um, – I forgot what my bachelor's in psychology. Yes. And uh, Darren's also a life coach.
1: Yeah, I'm a life coaching. and, again, my focus is mostly on career counseling, mock interviews uh been in the corporate industry over twenty years and I've been doing resume consults and mock interviews that entire time. And I started that in college as a matter of fact. So been in the corporate industry, Fortune five hundred companies at several different levels of management. So I've been around that industry and around how corporate relationships work for a while now.
0: All right. And then together um, we do couple coaching. Um, where I'll do the counseling part, he does the coaching part, and we do that together with couples. So just giving our listeners a background of who we are, that it is not just that, oh, we've been together for a long time, so we're talking about relationships, but we have the degrees, or I have the degree background, he's got the coaching background. We both do coaching, but he has a coaching background, um, and we've got some experience of, of over 19 years just together, but also... years of providing services for people, so just giving you guys that background. If in the course of today's show you want to call in, ask a question, say something, um, the telephone number is 323-693-3835. I'm going to give that number again just to to listen to us live tonight and to also ask a question, 323-693-3835, so just giving you guys that background. So today's topic is when keeping it real crosses the line, and Um, You know, I was talking to, I get a lot of quotes for people, and a lot of times I give my own quotes, but this quote I want to give credit to another wise woman, and she made the quote that truth without compassion is abuse. I'm going to repeat that. She said truth without compassion is abuse. And I think that our communities are for uh, keeping it real, and a lot of times when I when I see people arguing with each other, or even in, if I'm in couple session, I'll hear somebody say, "That's you know what? I just want to keep it real. I'm just going to tell her the truth. I just want to get down to the root of the matter." And then they say something like horrible, <laughs> gut wrenching, backstabbing hardcore, like ripping out somebody's guts, And then they say, I'm at least I'm not lying. I'm just keeping it real. So for those of you that have never had a keeping it real experience, maybe you've never watched a reality TV show, you haven't heard the girls say, I'm keeping it real before they rip out each other's hair weed um, or beat each other up or slam somebody across the table. Uh-huh. Let me give you a definition. And so this definition definition of keeping it real, just in case mine didn't help you, is from uh, the, the online slang dictionary. So it says that to keep it real, its to say true to oneself and to resist the temptation to be fake um and then they also say it's to be true to the game, whatever the game may be, so just so you guys know whatever the game may be, whatever just the just... game may be, just you know hey, be true to the game, true Sam. the game um so for those of you all that think keeping it real is about being real and not being fake and and you you want to tell people the truth and you want them to just know where you're coming from um. We want to talk a little bit about when, when keeping it real crosses the line and when keeping it real is hurting people and when keeping it real is just cold word for you don't know how to have decorum and respect for other people, right. um, what do we do about that situation?
1: Well, keeping it real, I just use it as a term when someone says, you know, I just want to have free reign to say whatever comes to my head. Whatever's on my mind, I just want to say it without any filter, without any uh, concern of how it's going to make the other person feel, you know what, I'm going to keep it real so I have the ability to say whatever I want to say, mm-hmm. okay?
0: Without without um any pushback.
1: Without any pushback. Well, there may be pushback, but I'm not going to put any filters on. I'm going to tell you right. without, however I feel, I'm not going to concern myself with how you may react to what I say.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. People just want to be able to say whatever they want to say and not get repercussions from it, and then they call that keeping it real. So I wanted to definitely um, do a show on that because, with with our world is changing so much and people feel free to kind of say and do anything. And when I was coming up <clears throat> this to tell us if it's not nice, even if it's true. Right. But first it was like if it's nice, is it true? Is it relevant? Then say it. If it's not, then let it go. But I, I kinda wanna help guide people back to true, kind, relevant. Are your comments true, kind, and relevant? And what I mean by relevant is do they even need to be said? Sometimes something is true, and I know people say sometimes the truth hurts, but I don't know why the truth has to hurt. I don't know why you have to walk up to someone and say, I just want to keep it real. You know, you don't look that great in that dress. I just want to let you know. Right. You know, nobody ever wants to keep it real and say something positive is what I'm excited say. I need to
1: keep it real. You look fantastic today. <laughs>
0: you did a great job in that speech.
1: I'm going to keep it real.
0: Right, right. Great. Right. You know, but usually it's let me keep it real. Let me just keep it real. <laughs> right. You fat. <laughs> um, you know, you in the denial state, you know, people are, are saying things to each other like that, almost like they're mock therapists, like, you know, you've been watching ah. the old show, and you've been watching Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil. you want to keep it real, um, but when you're keeping things real and telling people what you think to be the truth, you got to have some compassion with it. You cannot just say keeping it real cannot just be you say whatever you want to say and you don't want any negative feedback. Mom, you're stupid. I'm just keeping it real.
1: Right. So so folks that uh, biblically say, say speaking the truth in love for those right. folks, right? That's a right. common phrase we have. You know what? Speak the truth in love. Okay? Absolutely. Have like a compassion to it. If
0: right? you must. So let me give you three different scenarios and ways that keeping it real um, I've seen people cross the line with keeping it real. I'm going to start. Normally, we start with intimate relationships, but I'm first going to start with work relationships. I have seen people keep it real, which is, I'm going to say, co for being petty, keep it real and say things like, I just want to keep it real. Um, Susie's not doing her job, and I wanted to be the one to say something because I, I feel like we all need to come up on our game and do a little bit better.
1: Okay, absolutely.
0: And I'm definitely seeing, you know. I'm definitely seeing people 30 and under feel like you have to say everything you're thinking at work. In a meeting, like when they say, I'll give you another example of keeping it real. I used to work at a hospital, and um, they would have these days that were like think-take days. And so they would come in, and the big dogs would all come in. They would tell you, Moving forward, we're now going to be wearing red instead of blue. We're going to be wearing our badges. We're going to be saying, pleased to meet you. Um, Does anyone have any comments about this or any thoughts about what you think about what I just said? Okay? Right. And, of course, nobody really wanted to know what you were thinking. But there would be a few people that kept it real, and they would raise their hands and throw them up in the air and say things like, um, you know, I don't really think that's a smart thing to do. I don't know why management is making that decision, and I don't know what direction you guys are really going in, but we don't really have time to greet everybody when they come in. Okay. Okay? And they were keeping it real. Right. And so, you know, I asked somebody once, I was like, you know, when you were going over that in your mind, you know, how did you sort of think it would play out? Because, of course, it didn't play out well. Right. In this large media you're going to bring that up. Right. Of course it didn't play out well. And then they would say things like, kind of innocently, I thought they wanted to know how we felt. Town meetings, that's what you call it. Okay, town, town meetings. meetings.
1: Okay, okay sure, I sure. I couldn't
0: get that word. Town meetings is what they would call it. And I've, I've had those town hall meetings at almost every absolutely. company I've yes, worked for. Absolutely, yes, um, absolutely. I had another experience at a company where um, there was one supervisor that nobody liked, right, but she was like the boss of everybody. Like she was the boss's boss's boss, and nobody liked her. So um, to keep it real and honest, they would let you write anonymous questions and put them in this box and of course right. somebody would pull them out so there was a question that got pulled out and I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say it word for word but it was basically like person X is an ogre nobody likes her <laughs> why is she still in charge why are we being treated like animals just because she's an ogre why do we and this is all this is all let me just say this masters and above prepared people so I'm not talking all about professionals. Right. professional folks right okay. we're talking all professional folks. Four to six to eight to twelve years in in college, and they were they were saying questions like this, and then it was, hey, we don't want anyone to get in trouble. We want to be honest. We want to tell. We don't want anyone to feel like they have to hide their feelings. Right. And I can almost guarantee you that almost every per- first of all, it's easy to figure out who wrote the note. Okay. Wouldn't you say that? At, at oh, absolutely. At People have an idea who's writing these things. Right. It's it's really easy to, to to figure out who wrote the note. Number two, you're really easy to be targeted once they find out. Yes. You hate the boss. And your effort to keep it real and not be fake. And let me say something else. People think that if you're quiet about something or everything is not a revolution that somehow you're being fake.
1: No. There's a time and a place to put things up. Especially you don't want to blindside people, right? If you're in a large meeting and you haven't had a chance to talk to your superior about it, give them a heads up on the side how you feel, okay? You want to do that first before you try and pull up in in front of everybody. So now they're feeling embarrassed. So guess what? Now you're the one who made them feel embarrassed. So guess what? They're not feeling too kindly towards you if you do that. Versus if you speak to them after the meeting, hey, you know what? I know you made some comments during the, the large meeting. I had a couple of questions. I wanted to give you some feedback. Let me know what you think. Uh here's some here's some things I had I thought about what you said. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That sounds like a, a much more uh correct way to put it from a corporate standpoint.
0: Okay. Truth, it might have been true. Right. Kind not so much. Mm-hmm. Relevant, not at all. Right. Let me tell you why it's not at all relevant. I know. Let me say this to you. I know. I'm going to say it again. I know your company says they care what you think. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Because I've been there where they said, we care what you think. No, really, Dr. Novo. No, really. Tell us. Let me say something. It's irrelevant. They don't really care what you think. Once an idea has been rolled out, they made a funny face. She didn't no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I feel like once an idea has been rolled out, once they've got the raw, rah flyers on production to put up about the big changes happening, and they ask you what you're thinking, they really don't want your opinion. They want you to say, "I think that's great." I think Absolutely. that that's the way to go.
1: Right. At that point, the decision has already been made. Absolutely. But at the time they're announcing it in front of the team, in front of the organization, that decision has already been made. If they wanted your opinion about it before they before they roll it out, they would have asked you.
0: Absolutely. Okay?
1: Therefore, since they're rolling out and they didn't ask you yet, guess what? They don't really want your opinion on
0: it. Keeping it real might mean you're not on the level to make a difference and your opinion matters, but only to you and maybe only to your cubicle people. Yes, absolutely. The decision's already been it made. It could matter. If my thoughts used to really matter to the crowd of people I went to lunch with, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like we were sitting together, what like, you, you know. Say? Right. right, if I was running it, you right. know. Uh, you know, I would do this, that, and the other. But they right. didn't ask me. I just want to keep it real. They didn't ask me. And that's what that's what it would turn into. So I want to be careful that I'm not asking anybody to lie. I'm not asking you not to be yourself. I'm saying that resist the temptation to give everybody the, the, the top thoughts in your mind. Right. i say another one
1: is from a corporate standpoint, it's like throwing people under the bus, as we call it. Right? So you're in a report-out meeting from a project. Okay, you're giving your report out. And you happen to mention um, Bob didn't hand his report in on time, his section of the report. He came in late.
0: But you didn't tell
1: Bob that before. You never gave Bob individual mm-hmm. uh, direct, hey, Bob, your report is late. Hey, you're causing a problem with the team. You never mentioned it to him. But you mentioned it in front of your report out group, his manager, his manager's manager. And then, whoa, why you you throw me under the bus like that? If you had a problem, you should have told me that ahead of time. Yeah, it's true, but that's not kind. Right. You know, kind would be, hey, before you pulled me to the side, hey, you know, I, we know we were counting on you. We had a deadline to meet. Make sure We need to make sure you're meeting this, okay? I it's also that not
0: kind to yourself because you know what you look like, a smith and a backstabber yeah. to your superior. I'm going to say that. I, I will say I, I used to work at, at a, a place where we had these daily meetings, these day, daily roundtables about what was going on. Right. And um, I, I and another worker felt like we were carrying most of the load, and we were. Right. And that was true. But, um, you know, we really couldn't say it because they understood what the layout was. They Mm -hmm. knew who had what cases. And so there was a comment that was made by this worker who we kind of, everybody knew, including the supervisor, that uh, she didn't do her job. And, um, like, somebody blurted it out. Well, so-and-so is not going to be here talking about me, I wasn't going to be there. So they looked at her and said, so you're going to have to do your job this week. Right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, and, and like the looks on everybody's face was like, what just happened? Like, you know, what just happened? And so if you're going to try to keep it real, it, it's all, what ended up happening is I had to come up with a solution for the problem. And the solution was, is why don't we list what everybody's doing so that we can know where everyone is and we can all look at the names and numbers together and we can all count together as opposed to throwing somebody under the bus. And let me say this. Most jobs want to know you can be a team player. And sometimes being a team player means keeping your truth to yourself as long as you're not doing something illegal. Like I'm not suggesting break the law or anything, but I'm saying if it's a matter of it's a doggy dog world and she's not doing her job and I just want to let somebody know and I'm tired of it, vent that stuff at home.
1: Absolutely. Now to the point just what you talk about there. How you can hurt yourself with that. If I'm sitting in that room and I see um Uh, one of the managers doing a report out throws a coworker under the bus. Okay, do you think I'm going to want to be on that person's team going forward? Now, do Do you you
0: think I'm going to want to take that guy to a higher level? Absolutely not. Now, individually, let me say this. Individually, if you're in a supervisory meeting and somebody says, hey, what's going on, What, what have you been doing, it's okay to say, hey, you know, I've been carrying my load, I've been doing this, I've been doing that. It's okay to say what you've been doing but not bring up what everybody else has not been doing. Right. And it's okay to say, well, you know what? I know that there were three portions to the to the turnout that right. was needed to be done. I know I got mine in on time. I'm not sure what happened before or after that.
1: Right, and leave it like that and let them figure it out, let them ask questions based on what you just put out there.
0: Oh, because nobody I mean, likes to blame her, right? right? It's not my fault. It's Bob's fault because. I used to play the bells in uh, these little things you pick up and ring. I used to play the bells in high school, and I remember we were doing a song, and the teacher was like, what happened there? And I said, I don't know, because I rang my bell on time. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, everybody was like, so you had to say that? <laughs> so everybody was looking at you like, what? Even the teacher, she was like, that was rhetorical. I was like, oh, I thought you were really trying to, you know, ask right. what was
1: going on. She's really asking the team as a group right. what happened, Right. right?
0: Right, absolutely. And they say,
1: or the response would be well, we missed some we missed some cues. We we came out of sequence a little bit. Right. Not that
0: I was on time right. but uh I had my bell. You know, I don't know I don't know who didn't have the. I had mine. And everybody was like, So then I realized after about four or five minutes I've like, looked oh, in <laughs> Okay, and maybe all I have is my bell because lunch was real quiet. You know, so just reminding yourself that you don't have to say everything you're thinking, and people see what you see. Let me also say right. that uh-huh. your boss knows if you're doing your job or not, and if they don't find a more uh, a more creative way to let them know you're doing your job than to rat somebody else out for not doing theirs.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: Absolutely. So now that's just work. Let's talk about best friends. You know, best friends like to keep it real with one another, and we see best friends hey, "I want to keep it real." Um, I want to tell you what's really going on with your man. Oh, um, Let me keep it real with you. You thought that he was uh, loving you, but, you know, he was texting me last night. I didn't respond to his text. I want to keep it real and let you know what's really going down. I would be your real friend. if I. What kind of friend doesn't tell you what's really going on?
1: I heard he was doing this with so-and-so. I saw him last weekend at a mm-hmm. restaurant with so-and-so, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that. As your best friend, I think I need to keep it I real to and tell you. Let you know. I need to keep this real.
0: Again, I got to give you another personal story. Ooh, now, this on. is taking it back to like high school, right? So, I had a really good friend. We were tight, hung out for years together. And uh, I saw her man at the mall deep throating this chick. I mean, right. like I'm like, wow, can he name her? Does he write his name right. on us. And so I spoke, all you know, like, hey, he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, great, how are you? So I'm trying to mosey on along, but like I'm thinking to myself, man, I just saw her man cheating on her. Okay, right. so I'm up tossing and turning. Mom, what should I do? What should I do? Should I say something? Should I not say something? Uh, I don't know what to do. I threw it around. I'm saying, if you her real friend, right. If you have a real friend, uh You her like, Ace. real friend, right? You tell her, don't let her be a fool. <laughs> tell her. How many of y'all know that that was a setup for failure? So I tell her, I said, hey, person, ask my talk to you for a second? Oh yeah, what's going on? I said, listen, I don't. I don't mean to pry, right. but I happened to be out at the mall, and I saw your man, you know, kissing some chick, and, I, you know, hey, I don't know what's going on. Just like, you know. and she's like, oh, tell me more. And I was like, well, you know, look, it's you know. And I'm giving the full details blow by blow of everything. She says, I'm ending it with him, dirty dog. Hang up the song. Mm-hmm. Next time I see her, neither she or he are speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> they did not break up. They stayed together. And he basically was like, she didn't see what she thought she saw. She saw what she saw, but she didn't see what she thought she saw. She and I am like, what happened? That was my cousin. What? Like, was that, that your cousin? Curious? Right. Like, well, what was really going down? What I learned is that that was his business to tell. Okay. And if I wanted to keep it real and I was going to say something to anybody, I should have said it to him.
1: Let's say, hey, I know you, I saw let my girl know what's going on. Right. Like, yeah, okay. like, I
0: don't really want to be in the middle of this, but hey, this is a situation. Because it was one of those situations with, that we've all been in where I couldn't bob and weave. I couldn't go left. I couldn't go right. I'm right. Like, face to face. Right. Okay. I was like, hey, hey. It's clearly hey. you. It's clearly right. me. Right. It's I saw you see me. You <laughs> right. saw me see you. She saw me. I know you, you saw me see you. Right. <laughs> she asked you who she You know, all that went down. I'm smiling, you know. And so what I learned is that that was true. To give her, and here's what I also found out: she already knew he was shady. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know he was shady, because when you are talking to your girl, you may not give her all of the bum details, right. right? You give her just the top, the surface level. Hey, we good? I'm running this. I'm. I'm. With, he loves me. You know, he make me eggs for breakfast and, and steak for dinner, all of that. But she said, well, you know, later I found out she sort of knew he was cheating, but he didn't know. She didn't know who it was with. It was with another girl. And I was like, well, why did I get involved? Right. Who am I to think that I'm the only one that has noticed something without realizing that she has eyes of her own and feelings and emotions of her own and, and she she had some inkling. And when I made it um public by telling her and then she told as many people she could tell that it happened and everybody's like, What happened? What did you really see? I felt like I was being interrogated and I didn't kiss nobody. Right, so, I mean, is, why are you looking at my right, why am I in the five in this situation? Right. What I found is that That was her news to find out. And once I told her, I removed her cloak, her idea that she could be ignorant to it as long as nobody else knew. Mm, Okay. Then when I knew, now she can't ignore it. She's got to make a move on it. She's alone and I got to (laughs) make.
1: So she has to make a decision based on this new information. Correct.
0: So if she doesn't break up with him, then we got to stop speaking. Right. Because she did all that rough riding talk. And you've now talked about, my, you've
1: accused my man, right, you right. of doing something that he wouldn't do. Not to me, at least. Not right, right.
0: Right. And then it was, now they looking at me with the eye suspect. And so then everybody got to pick places. All of our mutual friends, you know, hey, I believe you now. For, hey, I'm so going to side she, with you. Right, I'm going to side right. with her. I'm going to side Stop with him. him. Right. I, I so, so it got ugly for a while. Um, and then our friendship ever store, don't get me wrong, but it was always kind of like, ooh, yeah, little episode, right? <laughs> so it, sometimes the truth in keeping it real, you may need to step back and let somebody else figure out the details for themselves, because sometimes people need to find out for themselves. That's including that dresses of you. That's including you look fat in that. That's including... Uh, you look funny. That's a, I mean, like if somebody's pants are up, down or their flies open, it's okay to say, hey, you might want to zip
1: or whatever. Right, well, hey, you want to zip that up. Yeah, right. you got something on the side of your mouth. But they
0: might be asking, what you doing looking at my penis? How you know my pants are going to zip? Why are you looking at my crotch? Right. You never know what somebody's thinking. So you want to be careful of that in your zest and zeal to keep it real that you remember what your relationship is to that person and whether or not this will affect that.
1: You hit it right on the head because what if you see – what if you – at out at a couple, two couples out, and you see uh, your friends with her man, right, and his zipper's down. So you'll add you know, four of y'all, and your man's zipper's down. Are you going to tell your girlfriend's uh, boyfriend that his zipper's down? I ain't. <laughs> exactly. Why are you she
0: looking right.
1: Why are you looking at
0: my man's And maybe it's a test. Maybe she, test. she, <laughs> <laughs> she got zipped yeah, it. you looking at my man?
1: You never know. You never maybe
0: know. It's a, maybe it's an offer. I'm acting so like remember. I can see it. Right, right. Oh, this thing is sure good. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep out of it. And so, again, remember what your relationship is to a person. Ask yourself, is this truth? Does this supersede the importance of our relationship and this person in my life?
1: Oh, that's, that's a good one. Do yeah.
0: I really? Does this supersede the importance of our relationship and their place in my life? Do I want to keep her as a friend or do I want to risk it all for a bit of what so-called truth?
1: Okay. That's an important decision to make.
0: For a bit of so-called truth. And that's if it's your sister. Right. That's if it's your best friend. That can be if it's your mom. I've had kids catch their parents cheating and tell the other parents that the family blows up. And then for 40 years, it's Susan Snowface's fault that everybody's divorced because she told her mama what went down. And again, let me tell you, 99% of the times people already know.
1: So it's not right. So it's not that they don't know or have an inkling of it, but sometimes they like that facade or that veil that they can stay behind. Mm-hmm. So I don't know for sure, even though I have a thought about it or an inkling about it, I don't know for sure, so I'm okay staying like things like the way they are. Correct, correct. Okay. Now the stuff we're talking about now is all unasked for advice. Correct. Right? You're giving somebody, they didn't ask you for your opinion, okay, this last thing we're talking about, but you saw something, you feel like you need to tell them something. So one, one bit of thing I like to say is, Unasked for advice is criticism. Absolutely. Right? No one asks you for your input, so no matter what you're saying, you have to be careful because it's in some form it's criticism. They didn't ask for your opinion. You're giving it. Okay, I'm taking it in some form of, some form of fashion as criticism.
0: I'll give you another example. One day I had on this pair of shoes. Basically because my feet hurt. And uh, I thought they were cute enough pair of shoes. Somebody said, hey, doc, can I talk to you for a second? I said, yeah. She was like, I like the outfit, and that's a nice pair of shoes, but I wouldn't have worn those shoes with that outfit.
1: That sounds like criticism. Though. I'm
0: like, who cares? Right. I didn't, I didn't ask you. Ask you. I didn't right. ask you. I did not ask you that. Now, let's talk about a second set of things. Yes. What if somebody says, yo, Pastor D. Yes, sir. Keep it real with me. Keep it real with me.
1: Come on, sister. What
0: do you think about this, that, and this? Do you tell the truth?
1: Uh, that's a great question. It depends on where they're at, especially. Are they under, am I their pastor?
0: No, let's just say somebody's a friend of yours. and say, D, tell me the truth. Do you think I should stay with my wife? For real, do you have you ever seen her cheating or anything like that? Let me ask the truth. What do you say?
1: I'm going to tell you. Here's what the
0: here's what the Bible says. You know, here's what the Bible says. You can make a decision on your own. I'm you saying, what if do. your friends just came to you and wanted some information? They said, "Tell me the truth. What do you think about A, B, and C?" Just your friend.
1: Right. I'm going to say, here's what the Bible says. Here's what you.
0: No, do. I'm just asking a question. Pastor D, okay. People say my or D because yeah, most right. of your friends just call you the D. Right. 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 So just put on my your D hat for a second. I'm a D hat. D, but... I've been hearing that my wife is cheating. You know, have you ever seen anything that you ever think you suspicious back in high school?
1: Not that I'm aware, of, bro.
0: What if you were aware?
1: If I was aware, someone asked me, "Do I know?" I can't confirm that, man. I would ask her. So you ain't gonna keep it real? I would no. I would ask her because she, for one thing, she wasn't cheating with me, so I don't know. Okay. Right. So it wasn't with me, so I can't confirm whether it happened or not. So if I may have saw something, I would recommend that person, ask her.
0: Okay. Let me let me say this because I've had friends, colleagues, coworkers. And that's just from
1: personal experience. Right, personal, that's yeah.
0: from personal experience. One learning. of the things I've learned throughout the years is most people that ask for truth can't handle it and don't want it. Right. They ask it because they're looking for you to give them some kind of answer to something that they need to make for themselves. Uh, now, just like you answered that,
1: people ask, what do you think of my boyfriend? What do you think of my girlfriend? Uh, have you heard of that? You know, hey, I'm 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 thinking about getting married. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Hey, you know, we're getting kind of serious. What's your thoughts on I it? I
0: told y'all I made a mistake with a real good friend like that, right? Right, because I mean, people ask her, hey, I'm
1: thinking about dating this girl. What do you think about her? I'm thinking about dating this guy. What do you think well, about I her? I
0: learned a lesson from my father. My father said one time to somebody, I'm going to tell you what I think right now. Here's what I think. You ask and I'm telling don't bring it up again. Don't ask me again. Once you marry him, it's like I never said it. Like if you're going to stick with the situation, then right. stick with the situation. Let me say this. If you ask someone for their opinion and they're going to keep it real with you, be prepared to hear what they have to say. Right. Number one. Number two, if you're going to give somebody your opinion, be prepared for the consequences of that opinion.
1: And one of those opinions is that person is going to tell their boyfriend Every or girlfriend. Time.
0: They're going to tell you, Every time. here's what. He said he or she
1: said about you. Every
0: time they're gonna say every time.
1: And you know what? I asked Darren what he thought about you. Here's what he said.
0: And it may not come up right away. Oh See, yeah. Let me tell you something. I hear all the time. I should listen to my mom. My mama told me not to marry him. Right. Right. It, it always comes out. So if you're not ready for your opinion, if you're not ready to hear their opinion, don't ask another party what they think. There's oftentimes I don't want to know what you what you think, so I'm not gonna ask.
1: You go. That's the best way to do it. If you don't want to know someone's opinion, don't ask them for it. Because
0: for the most part, people are going to do what they want to do. And so you can be – don't lie to somebody. Be honest if you want to be honest. Right. but you got to be prepared for the fallout of those comments.
1: Right. You. What do you think about her? You like
0: her? You like him? I love him. You right. like her? I love him. Fantastic. Right. Right. And I think one of the things that we all have to remember is that once you give somebody the truth, whatever you consider your truth to be, you remove their cloak. You remove their ability to act like they didn't know. You remove their ability to kind of free flow and work it out. You remove that grace. Right. that people need. And I think a lot of times we have to give people grace to grow and to change. Even at work, you got to give your company grace to get where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Like you come in, you know, in middle management, even upper management, you figure I can run this company better than somebody else, but you have never maybe done it.
1: Right. You don't know the culture there. Exactly. You don't know
0: all the pieces. So, before you go to a board meeting and keep it real, kind of listen for a second.
1: Learn the culture, know Learn the way the they culture.
0: how they act there, the
1: history what's going on there. The, Historical relationship that you may not be aware of.
0: Absolutely. So I'm going to end it with this. A wise woman told me that truth without compassion is abuse. A lot of the keeping it real that I see with people is.